edition of Chargers Unleashed. Jake Hefner and Dale Wolkenstein here with you from the LA Football Network. Today's show, of course, being brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, Aura, AG1, Mint Mobile, and Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia. If this is your first time tuning in the show, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Dan Wolkenstein, we said it last week, clear your schedules. Make sure that you were in front of a TV screen, your phone was up and running on the Chargers website, Whatever means necessary that you had to do to see the first ever press conference of Jim Harbaugh as he was introduced as the Los Angeles Chargers head coach. Today was a day. To all of those that are tuning in on ESPN, thank you so much for joining. Of course, if you want to watch this uh, episode in its entirety, you can follow us over on our YouTube page, Chargers Unleashed. But Dan, first introductory press conference and Jim Harbaugh, as he said, was bringing the storm. He brought the energy today. He was the storm. Literally and figuratively, uh, for those who are not local to the LA area, it's raining on and off probably for the next week or so. And Jim Harbaugh at his first Chargers press conference as now the head coach, the introduction of a one Jim Harbaugh, introduced by Chairman Dean Spanos, as well as John Spanos and... Fun story that Dean Spanos had shared where he had talked to Jim Harbaugh prior to the conference and said, oh, it looks like you know, you're bringing a storm with you here to L.A. And Jim Harbaugh simply replied back to Dean Spanos, we are the storm. And collective Chargers goosebumps were sent across Chargers fans all over the world. I'm sure we're going to see that on T-shirts and on billboards and everywhere else as well as in our hearts, because Jim Harbaugh is now the Los Angeles Chargers head coach. So many snippets, highlights, recap, things we wanted to discuss from the press conference. Jake, I think the first part, though, honestly, is just the the vibe. You were seeing videos of things being sent out by reporters of some of his you know, infamous taglines of, preparing for the day and for who's got it better than us and all this stuff plastered all over SoFi. Jim Harbaugh's making a difference. And this isn't just a head coach. Like this is a culture shifting culture defining transaction and the relationship that he has had with the Spanos family going back to when he played for the chargers has all kind of culminated to today where he has now officially been announced and introduced as the Chargers head coach. Off the top, Jake, for you, what would you say are the top two or three main takeaways from this press conference? I think it was when he started getting into what this team was going to be about, specifically, obviously, centralized Justin Herbert, how he plans to keep him upright, improve the run game. And then talking about how not only was he going to build his coaching staff, but how that coaching staff was then going to reflect to the players and how they would end up executing. This is something that this team has sorely missed just in terms of player development. We talked about it for the last several years, Dan, overall communication, carrying what you do in practice to Sundays and ultimately going out there and performing well. It's been a rough road for the Chargers in that circumstance since the days of Marty Schottenheimer. 
there is an aura, there is a presence that Jim Harbaugh brings about him to where you already know that you're going to you're going to be learning something. There is something internally that you know that today you're either going to kick ass or your ass is going to be kicked. <laughs> One of those two things is going to happen. But at the end of the day, it's going to make you better. And that is the type of mindset that Jim Harbaugh deals with. I loved what he, the fact that he brought up Ted Lasso and so many life lessons that you can essentially learn from that show. But just his aura, his attitude, his mindset of what he's coming in here with, again, every single place that he has been from a coaching standpoint, he has been able to turn that organization around. And now after so many years in Michigan and now winning the national championship game, his mindset is on the Lombardi trophy. And as he said, multiple Super Bowls. He didn't just say one. He didn't say just to get there and to win one was enough. He was talking about a mindset of multiple Super Bowls. So when you take that, when your coach leads with that type of mindset, that's going to then trickle down into the rest of the people in terms of the assistant coaches, positional coaches, and eventually to the players. And you should end up seeing a better result on the field. 100%. So let's get into kind of some of the brass tacks and some of the, the quotes and things that Jim Harbaugh uh, gave Chargers fans and all the reporters over there at YouTube Theater inside SoFi. You know, after John Spanos and Dean Spanos kind of introduced him and kind of gave him some praise and talked about, you know, the, the interview process, they interviewed 15 candidates, which John Spanos said was the most they've ever done. They talked about kind of the qualities of a head coach that they were looking for. And wouldn't you know it, Jim Harbaugh had all of those in spades. Plus, you know, he also is a champion, champion and a championship under his belt and also has proven experience as a head coach. As Dean Spanos was kind of passing the baton over, Jim Harbaugh had shared a story of Jim Harbaugh telling Dean Spanos, I'm hungry to win. And Dean Spanos replied to him and said, I'm starving to win. And Jim Harbaugh started off the press conference talking about, you know, the thanks and the gratitude he had to basically everyone that helped him get to where he is today. But he didn't shy away from the goals of what this team is setting out to achieve. He noted the goal is for multiple championships. He noted some of the, the pillars that his team will win by is working together and winning together. He talked about when asked how the culture will change under him, he mentioned that expectations are to have a great day today and make it a great day. The Jim Harbaugh isms are never going to get old, by the way. Uh, the, the fun part was when he kind of talked about, he was asked about Justin Herbert and you could see Jim Harbaugh's eyes just like light up. And he noted not only Jim Harbaugh, not only did Jim Harbaugh note Justin Herbert as a crown jewel, but also Derwin James, he highlighted those two players specifically. He noted as like crown jewels of the NFL. But what I noticed about some of this, Jake, was how quickly he pivoted questions about specific people and changed it to team. He's always talking about team and how much he loves the team and talks about how it's a team game and everybody wins together. He was asked multiple times about Justin Herbert. And then that got deflected to Derwin James and Rashawn Slater and Keenan Allen and talked about Trey Pipkins and talked about other players that help the team win together collectively. And so that was probably one of the takeaways is 
you know, he was asked how to how he's going to focus on the offense. And while, yes, it's important to protect Justin Herbert, like it's not just about Justin. And so I think Chargers fans should appreciate the fact that you're not leaning on one guy to fix all your problems. And Jim Harbaugh is probably one of the first ones to tell you it's a team game. And his responses today were evident of that. It's it's interesting because when we're talking about all those Harbaugh-isms and it's like, oh yeah, you know, he's going to be cliche and he's going to say some weird things that, you know, may just catch you a little bit off guard, but he's never shy in who he is. The, the weird part about it is, Dan, is that we've talked, it's funny I use the word talk in this circumstance because exactly, that's exactly where I'm leading to. We've talked so much about the results that this team finally needs to have. Everybody, when it comes to the preseason, Chargers have won the preseason a number of different years, whether it's, you know, getting guys back or signing long-term contracts, or when it comes up to the preseason, you look at how their team stacks and say, God, this team looks talented on paper. Rip the paper up at this point. Chris Harry said this last year on our show, Dan. Time for talking is over. The results need to be delivered. Results come on Sundays. Jim Harbaugh is going to find a way to get those results. We have seen now three different first-time head coaches since Norv Turner and A.J. Smith and that regime were gone from this team. And it's different philosophies and it's the PC things that you want to see from any first-time head coach saying what they're going to do, how excited they are, this, that, and the other. It's almost just rhetoric at this point to Chargers fans. So anybody can listen to that and say, think to their head is like, okay, well, that was nice. That's good. That's what anybody would want to hear from a head coach coming into a new position. You feel it differently when it's Jim Harbaugh saying those type of things, when he singles out those players, calling them the pillars, he knows what it is as far as the engine that he wants to run this team, what it needs to get it going. And now along with Joe Hortiz and especially him talking about his whole thing, I want Joe to be Batman and I'll be Robin. The partnership between them already sounds fantastic for how this is going to work. And hopefully this will carry out to not only building the team, but of course, when we talk about the X's and O's and player development, making the, the making players that are already on this team better than they have been. Yeah, and I honestly, it's it's so hard not to be so freaking fired up about Jim Harbaugh being on this team now, and, and you and you see why. Like he's talking about how excited he is to like now be able to use the shop back and clean out the equipment room and go to Home Depot and get stuff ready to kind of get this thing ready to go and getting the players in there and getting introduced to all the players via text and calls and just how excited he is for the process. Like it's not just about the destination. It's not just about winning that championship, but he's excited about the day to day. He's excited about the lifts. He's excited about the meetings. He's excited about the calls, like all of it. That's what he lives and breathes. And that's why Jim Harbaugh is such a fun and exciting head coach to have as a Chargers fan because you know you see you see it you see the excitement like you don't have to assume he's excited you don't have to assume as a head coach that he's invested like 
he breathes it every single time. You mentioned Joe Hortiz. He was asked about uh, new GM Joe Hortiz, and he basically said flat out, nobody knows the talent better than Joe Hortiz. Said he does a phenomenal job. He's earned it. It's a great fist. It's a great fit. And there's a tremendous track record. He talked about like his relationship with his brother, John Harbaugh. And basically, if you get his stamp of success and approval, and while Jim Harbaugh trusts a lot of people, nobody more than John Harbaugh. And John Harbaugh had told Jim how much he would get along with him and how great he is. And here we are. And there was one part that was interesting, Jake. We talked, you and I have talked about like the prospect of possibly seeing Jesse Minter brought in as the Chargers' new defensive coordinator. And there's a lot of speculation out there from Michigan's side and nationally that it was expected that Jesse Minter is going to follow with Jim Harbaugh along with Jay Harbaugh to L.A. Jim Harbaugh did confirm that Ben Herbert, strength and conditioning coach, is here with him in L.A. But the other two, Jay Harbaugh, Jesse Minter, that is a process they're still going through. So that is not official. That is not confirmed. It is speculation. But he did give both of them rave reviews, calling them shining, rising stars. And so while it's not confirmed, it's pretty darn likely, especially given what happened in Baltimore today with the hiring of Zach Orr as a defensive coordinator for them. You saw defensive coordinator hiring already happening in the other Los Angeles team with the Rams. It's looking like it's going to be Jesse Mentor. We'll have a whole show dedicated to that because that's going to be a whole another thing that hits. That's going to be fun. But Jim Harbaugh talked about today his goal of building an all-star staff. And so far, again, so far, Jim Harbaugh, Joe Hortiz, Ben Herbert, all three of them, you can argue, are the best at what they do. We will see if that trend continues as they move forward with their staff hirings. But he said he's not leaving until they get the staff hiring done. He wants that done ASAP. He said that's the biggest priority for him right now is getting the staff ready to go and set up. I don't see how it gets that far and it doesn't end up being Jesse Minter. Them going through a process of things can mean a multitude of different aspects. We know that Jesse Minter had two years left remaining on his contract with Michigan that he had just gotten the year prior as part of a three-year deal. Maybe they're still working out some of the details in the buyout. But as Sam Webb reported a week ago, according to him, Jesse Minter had already started letting players know that he was going to be following Jim Harbaugh to Los Angeles. That's the expectation. That's what we've heard up until this point. The day even after late, Sam even latest on Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee yeah. talked about it, or Sean Moore talked about it on Pat McAfee. So, like again, it's not official, it but everyone other than the Chargers though. are saying it. <laughs> it did raise a few eyebrows, though, for the fact that they say, like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like, that's not finished yet. What's what's going on? <laughs> but. It, it'll it'll it will be interesting to see how this staff comes together, especially um, in the midst of this press conference. News breaks that the the Chargers uh, were losing their tight ends coach Kevin Kroger, or Kevin Coger to the Atlanta Falcons, and we already know that they're reshuffling some things with the offensive line. I mean, literally, it's it looks like Dan 
you could have this thing reconstructed from the ground up. Take it all the way down to the bones. This is this is most likely what it's going to be because you haven't heard much outside of the Ryan Fitkin interview blocks Mm -hmm. that anybody else that was remaining from this staff last year is going to be staying. And I believe, and I I believe Jay Herbert was also a positional coach. I think he was a tight ends coach if I remember right. So like easy snap in there as well. I know he was special teams, but he's also a position coach as well. So it's, I mean, it sounds like they are close to having the staff filled out. So time will tell on that. One question came up in there and asking about like how they can improve kind of the home field advantage at SoFi. And I loved his answer about this. He said, by your talent and by your effort, you will be known. And so this is one of those like build it and they will come sort of things. And it's not just about the fancy jerseys or the cool stadium. Like the team has to win. And once they start winning, they will be known. And when they are known, they will have fans in the seats. So I thought that was honest by him, to be frank. The part that was pretty telling for me was he was asked about his vision for the offense and Justin Herbert. And he went on a kind of a longer tirade. But the top five things that he mentioned, the first five, were protecting the quarterback and Justin Herbert, beefing up the run game, play action pass, setting it up, having a balanced offense and protecting the football and went on to say that pass catchers need to be good blockers as well. And then Jake, Oh, by the way, another Harbaughism. He said, it's not just about the offense or the defense or even special teams. It's a wee fence. <laughs> and great. again, a wee fence. evident, another example of him taking it away from one single person or player and went to the team. But when you see protect the quarterback, run game, play action, protect the football, what does that lead to lead you to believe that they're going to be setting forth in terms of maybe where they go in the draft or free agency? It, it very well could. It very well could. We know that Harbaugh loves to build inside the trenches. And we've already had this discussion. As we said, we had Trevor on yesterday talking about who potentially that fifth overall pick could be and it just all lined up for Brock Bowers and it makes too much sense for how much, how familiar Jim Harbaugh is with Brock Bowers. And when you look at who the offensive line of the Chargers that yes did they have a down year collectively? Sure. And you have a there's a wide gap right now at center. There's nobody snapping the ball to Justin Herbert as we speak currently <laughs> right now. So that if we're talking offensive line, that's the major hole that needs to be filled. Dan real quick I want to go back to when you were talking about his just whole assessment of, you know, you win, you get the results. That's where you're going to end up getting the notoriety. In such a simple sentence, that's exactly the pulse of what the issue has been with the Chargers since they relocated to Los Angeles. And this whole national media narrative that they have had a part in creating themselves in terms of the whole chargering and having a verb like that dropped on Amazon during 30 Thursday night football. It's just to me that already shows awareness of what Jim Harbaugh understands what this team has gone through. So how do you change that narrative? How do you get back to a winning culture to say when that team on the opposite side of the field and the national media will respect you? You have to deliver results. 
the thing is, at the end of the day, the part that we love about J- about Jim Harbaugh is his honesty, and he was pretty frank. He talked about like the team that he wants is a team that is tough, physical, can block, can tackle. He says it's not about the stats; it's about the team winning, and so they don't care about any of that. It's about setting the foundation, creating a culture, and being maniacally focused on winning. Each day, at the end result, winning a championship and having a team. When looking at the Vince Lombardi trophy, are they worthy of it? That's the goal. So, exciting times for Los Angeles. Want to do a quick recap of all things Jim Harbaugh press conference. It's a new day, a new era. But Chargers fans should be excited because, like he said, now... In L.A., with Jim Harbaugh at the helm, we are the storm. The Chargers are the storm, and they'll be bringing that Sundays, Mondays, probably Thursdays, Saturdays, hopefully well into January and ideally February when they hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Anything else, Jake, before we get out of here? It's been a good week for Chargers fans everywhere. It's been a really good week. Who's got it better than us, Jake? I would say nobody, but I would do it no justice because Jim Harbaugh says it much better. For Jake Hefner, Dan Wilkinson, enjoy your Friday and your weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you next time on Chargers Unleashed.